Sunday, December the 17th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. My name is uh, Simon, if you don't know, I'm part of the team here, and it's my delight to add to Claire's a welcome. It's lovely to have you with us for our carols at Christmas. I am an RWA qualified safety driver. No, 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 no. It's much, much... It's much, much less important than that. But it does mean that on occasions, Kerry and I are put in charge of a high-speed rib in and around this part of uh, the world. If you get into trouble on land, you are stuffed. But if on the water, then we are your people. And just like saving lives at sea begins every section of the program with what? A hundred miles from here, on a cold, wintry afternoon, dot, dot, dot. So my story begins 12 miles from here, on a bright but cold and blustery day. Can you feel it? You need to get into this or it's going to be a long time for you and for me. We were in charge of a rib for the weekend. And even before the event for which we were responsible had begun, we noticed that someone was in serious trouble in the water. And just like a scene out of Baywatch, we ran down the beach. What's funny about that? I will tell you when it's funny and you will respond. If you respond when it isn't funny, that's rude. We are racing down the beach like Baywatch, Instagram ready, into the rib, and as fast as you could say someone was in trouble, we were alongside someone who was actually in trouble. They'd been in the water too long and it's too cold, and they were uh, relatively older in years, and they were utterly exhausted already in the water. And there is a reason that we talk about people being a dead weight, Because, (laughs) thank you, Margaret, because lifting someone up out of the water when their clothes are also full of that same water is like lifting a dead weight out of the water. Fortunately for her and for us, another rib came alongside us and we tried the relentless task of literally reaching and heaving someone up out of the water. And you know when you're pulling and you're pulling and you get almost there, but you've got no strength or energy left. And if you let go, they slip back down and you have to do it all over again. One of the things you know in rescuing people is you cannot afford to do that too many times or or you yourself will be exhausted and the whole process will become utterly impossible. And so we'd got to the point when we had heaved this poor lady almost to the point, the tipping point, where she could tumble to safety into one of our boats. I'd maneuvered myself for the final push. But then to my horror, 
I froze. The only thing that broke the way that I had frozen, both externally and internally, was Kerry saying, for heaven's sake, just do it. The problem was the only part of this lady's body that I could give one big push was her was her bottom. I don't tend to push ladies' bottoms. This was a problem. And in that moment, I had no idea what to do. Just shove it. And with one final shove, she was in the boat to safety. There is a rule about rescuing people, and that's that you don't, in theory, put yourself in danger. The whole idea is that you keep yourself safe so that instead of one person being in trouble, there are not two or three people in trouble. But time and time and time and time again, nobody pays any attention whatsoever to that rule. Why not? Why is it that people dive into freezing oceans? Why is it that people run into seas that would quickly and easily overpower them? There is something at work in the world that is so powerful that it transcends when you see it almost every situation. It is for love that people will break all the rules. It is for love that people will do things that make perhaps in the cold light of day not much intellectual sense. Something goes on that is deep within us that overcomes any sense of this is what you should do and this is what you shouldn't. And when that fails, it's an utter tragedy. And when it succeeds, the people involved are treated like heroes. There was another time when that instinct kicked in for me. We were in the south of France in a little dinghy, or at least I was with uh, three of our kids. Not necessarily the best three, just three of them. Uh, just any three for the sake of the story, three of them in the boat. Uh, and, and the Mistral in France, which is quite a strong wind, blew up, and I could see that we were drifting out to sea beyond the capability of the ridiculous oars that we had. And so I did what everyone would do in that scenario. I jumped in the water and thought, I'll swim this boat to shore. Now, it wasn't altogether stupid, because compared to the average person, I'm quite a powerful swimmer, though I say so myself. Uh, I swam for Cardiff when I was a teenager, I'll have you know. Don't just look at me like that as if, what's he on about talking about that? And actually, jumping in and putting the rope around me and swimming to shore was more effective than the oars. But I quickly got tired. But I was going to do everything that I could in that moment for the sake of those in the boat. And so it probably wasn't the most sensible thing to do, but something kicked in deep within my heart. This is my responsibility. I've got them into this mess, and I'm going to do all that I can to get them out of it. And there I was powering towards the shore very slowly and getting very tired. And then to my utter shame and humiliation, a big jet ski powered alongside, picked up the rope and whisked us to shore at what felt like a hundred miles an hour. And I didn't know whether to be full of shame that he needed to come and rescue us or full of shame because his abs were five times the size of my own. I didn't know. Either way, I was full of shame. But something deep inside said, I'm going to do what it takes to bring about this rescue. You with me? You've been there, haven't you? 
You've seen moments and situations where you've thought, I'm going to throw caution to the wind. I'm going to do everything I can to make a difference. That's why there are tragedies and hero stories all around the world. Because people go, I'm going to do what I can to make a difference here. That, for me, is one of the best explanations of what Christmas is all about. Christmas is not about God keeping himself safe. It's not about him seeing that in different ways we are all drowning and saying, well, I'll throw you a rope. I'll shout out some instructions. But I know the first rule of rescue. I need to keep myself safe. And it's quite warm in heaven here. Bible tells us very clearly that Jesus literally dived in to our drowning sea. When you get home and you think, what on earth was that geezer on about? Jesus dived in to our drowning sea. Because we're all drowning of something somewhere. I spend every day of my working life alongside people that are in different ways, they're drowning. It doesn't matter whether they're rich or they're poor. It doesn't matter whether they feel like they've made a success of their lives or they haven't. When you just go one layer down, everybody feels like they're drowning. Drowning in grief or loss or fear or loneliness or anxiety or concern about the future or their health, everyone is drowning somewhere. The Bible says that Jesus dived right in for the rescue. And just like when someone dives in for the rescue, there is this, there is this awful moment as to will it be successful? Will that person who jumped off the pier to save someone, will they bring about the rescue or will two people now be drowned? And there were glimpses of hope through the life of Jesus. When someone got healed, there was a a moment of hope. When a life was restored, there was a moment of hope. When something changed in a a community that the, the Gospels talk about, there was some hope. But in the end, would Jesus himself drown the way we are all drowning? And they put it to a test. They threw upon Jesus everything that this world could bring upon a human being. It was so overwhelming, they nailed him to a cross. It says that the whole sky went dark. It was like even the universe knew that something bad was happening. And they put on Jesus everything that you and I face, that Jesus too would drown in the same things that we're drowning. And it looked to all intents and purposes that he had drowned. But the story doesn't end there. And you might say, how do we know that the story doesn't end there? I think we know that the story doesn't end there simply because we're here 2,000 years later. Simply because something incredible started. Because three days later, he rose, the Bible said, from the dead. He proved that not only could he rescue us, but he himself would still be alive. He pulled off the rescue of the universe. Did he follow the rules? No. Does it make any sense? No. Was it motivated and empowered by love? Absolutely yes. There was a reckless abandonment in the heart of God who says, I'm going to do whatever it takes to rescue drowning people. And that's it. That's why we're here. That's what we celebrate. 
that we can spend all of our lives trying to sort out the mess of our lives. We can spend year on year trying to figure stuff out. It's If only that situation was different, or perhaps sometimes if only that person was different. If only I could change them. Don't you think like that in your families? You know, wouldn't it be Christmas better in your family if you could change that person? Hmm. Good job it's dark, isn't it? You're all kind of nodding and... And we, and we try. And do you know, do you know what gets you into more trouble most of the time when you're drowning? Is to try and rescue yourself. That's what they say, don't they? Respect the water. Wait to be rescued. You will exhaust yourself trying to save yourself. Uh, And we've all tried in so many different ways to save ourselves. The story of Christmas is that there's a God in heaven who is so beautifully and passionately motivated by love that he left it all. He threw himself into our drowning sea. And not only did he rescue us, but he's alive forever to hold us until one day we get all the way back to shore. I pushed a lady's bottom. True story. The God of heaven wants to hold on to our hearts until we make it all the way to shore. Simone's going to sing a beautiful song that she's written about the way God meets us in the mess, in the drowning of our lives.